Welcome to Thriller Convo with Car Gonzalez. Broadcasting from Austin, Texas. Via SoundCloud and supported by listeners like you. Thriller Convo is where we cover the latest and greatest people in the blockchain space. We use the Thriller Podcast platform to move the world forward. Always. Now, here is your host, Car Gonzalez. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Thriller Convo. Today we have on the show Gabriel Gincola from uh, Kibi. He is the uh, co-founder and CEO. Hey, Gabriel. Hi, Carl. Thank you very much for the invite. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about uh, Kibi and uh, let us know uh, what you guys are building over there? It sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, sure. So um, what, we're, what we're doing is, uh, for, for us, it's all about uh, loyalty. And uh, we love loyalty and we love the blockchain. So we're, we're helping actually out uh, brands to run their own loyalty programs onto the blockchain uh, with a plug and play solution. And by that, we're um, enabling users to have or customers to have the, the freedom they deserve, meaning that uh, they can exchange all those points which are now all, all locked in and uh, eventually can also um, uh, exchange them for crypto or fiat. So the whole idea is to um, clean the whole loyalty market, let's say like this, and put it on, a, on the same foundation so that uh, customers really um, have the loyalty they deserve. That's pretty cool. Um, have you guys had some, uh, some traction in, in gaining some uh, different uh, companies out there? And how's that going? Yes, actually, it's going great. We have uh, we had a lot of requests, a lot of brands coming in and uh, asking us about uh, helping them really out to uh, put their loyalty programs on the blockchain. We have, um, I mean, the, the cool thing is they're approaching us. And the other thing is we're, we're working with marketing agencies, which um, uh, know which customer needs a loyalty program and which one has already one and wants to do some uh, updates. So it's really cool to work with those marketing agencies because they are a real leverage to, to get to customers, which um, will be really difficult to, to approach. And so far, the traction is, uh, is pretty good that we have closed um, uh, four brands. Uh, the, one, um, the first one is already rolled out in seven countries in Europe, in, now in May. And um, the second one will be announced, I think, I believe, either next week or, or the next uh, the, the week later. And uh, the two other brands will also be announced in the next few few weeks. So um, the first European brands, we, we, we close them. And we have a lot of huge brands in the pipeline, which need, need some time to be closed because it's not just, um, if you talk with the, with the international brand, which you maybe see every day, um, it's not that easy to, to make such a decision because it is really a strategic move. And they need some time to do the whole um, project management, to do the, the whole integration uh, process and um, to take that, those kind of decisions need some time. But the next few months, I think you, you all will hear some, some nice news. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I was checking out the uh, checking out the website and the LinkedIn. You guys have some pretty big brands. I, I think I saw on there Coca Cola and uh, Subway was another one, and some really big ones that you guys are looking into uh, working with. That's pretty awesome. Um, how do you see that? Uh, how do you see that working out for the average person? Like, if I'm going to Subway or if I'm headed to the to the supermarket to to get a Coca Cola or something, like how would that how would that whole process work, Gabriel? So. 
Um, I'm making maybe the real life example that we have right now with uh, Latesso, that is the second largest uh, cold coffee producer here in Switzerland. And uh, you find it at different uh, gas stations, um, groceries, and so on. So it's really cold coffee in a, in a can. And um, what they're doing is they, they have to um, so imagine a coffee can with a small cookie in it. So if you open the lid, you find a small cookie. And under the cookie, you have a coat. So you, you have the, that coat on the, on the lid. You have the, the website or the app that you have to download or to go on, and then you can input that lit, uh, sorry, that code. Um, in that moment, uh, the brand sees, okay, the, the, the code is, um, is, uh, is good. He really bought the coffee. That means that the brand can reward him in that case because the brand is Latesso with Latesso coins. So every brand has their own branded token and their own interface with the customers because that is the important part. That they have the relationship with them. Um, and then the user has the ability to create a wallet, like through the through the second page where he gets, um, uh, let's say, rewarded. In that moment, he opens a Kiwi wallet, which has then all the tokens or all the points, let's say, which he has um, uh, been rewarded in the ecosystem. And in that wallet, he also can do the old exchanges between the points and, or of course, exchange them through to the parent token, which is the Kiwi coin, and send that one then on on different exchanges. When, when we're eventually then listed and uh, traded for crypto or fiat. So the process, yeah, so the process is, is pretty cool because you, you buy a coffee and you're immediately in the crypto world. And I think that kind of, that kind of, of barrier of getting in the whole blockchain and crypto world is, is pretty much really, really low. And, and it enables a lot of people to, to getting into the whole market because I think that's what we all need. We need more and more and more people in the market that, understand what, what potential the whole technology and the whole space has. Man, that's that's really smart and thought out. <laughs> I like that. That's a really good, like you're saying, low barrier to entry. It's a really good idea and it incentivizes the uh, the, end, the end consumer to, uh, to do that. Completely, completely. Uh, my, my question would be, uh, so you, you mentioned a website. Do you think, um, is there going to be an app rollout or do, do you think it's not going to go that way? Or uh, what, are you, what are your plans with that or how are you foreseeing that? So from, from our side, from our side, we will have, uh, we will have uh, the, let's say the web app. Um, uh, I'm not sure how fast we can get into the, the, the both app stores because they're uh, they're still, if you're a crypto blockchain, they're still looking a bit more at, at those uh, at those apps. Um, so that one might need some time, let's say a few more weeks, but we will have end of, uh, no, sorry, starting of June, we'll have the first MVP of the wallet where you can really take a look at the whole wallet um, uh, and the whole, let's say not all the functions, but at least the most important ones. And the if, like the interface of the brand, they decide their what is what they want to use. So in, in the case of Latesso, it was that they didn't have an app. So they wanted to just create um, a web app, which works on desktop and on mobile. Um, the idea is, of course, to integrate into the whole mobile apps because um, that is what makes most of the sense. You have all the traffic is on mobile. So the best integration um, is, of course, in, uh, let's say a native app. Um, although we also see that people don't always want to download a new app. They're actually happy if they can, if they just have a, a, a URL where they can input and they just um, they just get on through the through their browser. So 
the the idea of the app we hear a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of people that um, native apps are still good but the movement for for users since they have so many apps on their phone goes also in, in direction web app yeah that makes sense that makes total sense um i, I guess my question would be uh, when when you guys first started rolling this out and uh, you started reaching reaching to all these um, these different brands and stuff, um, was was there a specific like uh, idea behind uh, trying to get them or trying to convince them to to come along on the ride? Uh, I know I know like with blockchain and crypto, it's very hard to to secure these deals. Is there is there like do you hear certain questions or certain like different? you know, um, things that are stopping them from going forward with it? Or is it more like they're just waiting kind of thing? So it's, it's let's say it's two drivers. One is enthusiasm and one is, um, let's say, uh, uncertainty. Because on the one side, they want to do something in blockchain. They're really keen. They, 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 they see that, um, that the blockchain as a technology has a lot of potential. And um, so they they are super interested to do something and loyalty is a really easy use case for them to to get into it um so that is all good on the other side of course i mean you have the volatility in the whole market that causes again you know it fud and fomo depending on which side we're going and that pushes also to again then media um uh, media announcements that maybe scare some brands so they don't really know how to how to um, manage that kind of volatility so what we see is that they actually want want to have a solution where they think still think in old models let's call it like that uh, they think in, in in us dollars and euros and and swiss francs and not in ethers bitcoin or kiwi tokens but um, the idea is really for them to make it as easy as possible to get in like also not only on the customer side to make the barrier as low as possible, but also on the brand side to make it as low as possible. So what we enable them is actually having a, a super easy entry into the whole market without having to understand the whole market. So we're taking them a lot of fears away. And um, it's, of course, a lot of a lot of hard work and thinking on our side, but we think that it, that is the right way to go if, if you want to if you want to get to a certain mass adoption, because um, not everybody has some blockchain engineers in-house that know how to set up smart contracts and know how to work with the Ethereum blockchain or know how to, let's say, just look through different options of blockchains, for example, and how to work with them. Um, so, so we think that there is a lot of potential to, to make the barrier as low as possible to get them in as, as easy as possible. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I was just curious to, to find out how what they're what 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 they what they see um that's that's very interesting that they're kind of worried more about the volatility than anything else but it makes sense there's not really anything kind of stable out there but if you guys can kind of you know get there first then for sure that would definitely get it more stable yeah you know it's, it's a lot sometimes i have the feeling i'm a bit like uh like uh not a coach or motivational speaker with those brands but it, they are more they're more scared about the whole market when they hear for example um, they hear something about Mongkoks. They hear something about Bitcoins and drug dealing. Then they're super scared that the whole market is still not, let's say, legit. And that's a bit what, what is our work to educate them and to really tell them, guys, it's maybe 2 3 4% of all the news you hear out there. Otherwise, you see so much going on 
in the right direction and and it's more like i thought it's more being educated like really give them some education and, and some some motivation in, in to get into the space and not look at those kind of news no you're exactly right you know i do my best every every podcast to explain to the to the listener that it's it's not every it's not all the bad news from coindesk that you're hearing every day you know that's completely completely yeah i mean for you it's the same you have to educate the whole market on what is going on and and what is really legit and what not yeah most definitely um so to tell me about you said that you started this this uh this uh, project this blockchain project with your with your brother how, how did that how did that get started i probably should ask you at the top but i was kind of curious how that started no worries no worries um actually it started that we were both finishing uh the our our university the first uh, the first uh, degrees he was actually a bit faster than me i was finishing bachelor he was finishing master <laughs> although he's younger than me um so <clears throat> there was like that, that we really i mean we spoke together we, we were right before finishing our first degrees and um we said okay we have two options either we go work for for a company um where we of course learn a lot of stuff but we thought that we get what we get might you might get um too comfortable when you have a fixed salary when you have like a clear career plan and so on it is much you have much lower risk of course and of course the other option was being entrepreneurs and and having a cool adventure let's call it like that and of course the up and downs as an entrepreneur and um i mean of course we were younger i mean we started a few years ago um but the the thing was that we saw we saw an opportunity in it because we were so we didn't have any let's say responsibilities like kids or uh or a family that you have to sustain so it was it was it was for us the like let's say the ultimate opportunity to do it with a free mind and and really go for it and then being entrepreneurs and the the idea actually at the beginning we had we had a completely different uh different uh uh, business case um it was more in, in outdoor marketing and through that through that concept we came uh we actually came to um to the idea okay why not having why not having one app which has all those brands where we where we see all the day um in there and you get rewarded from those brands for different activities because we saw a lot of potential in in the let's say the I mean, if you look around, you see everybody on the on their mobile phone making pictures of their food, of what they just bought, of everything they they do in their life. So we saw a lot of potential in 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 let's say the mobile phone as a as a way to um, express yourself and that way also making uh, a lot of marketing for those brands. And we thought it was good that those users get rewarded for it. So it was uh, it was actually a network um, which we started in 2015 where uh, you were rewarded for different activities and then you had the possibility to um, <clears throat> the same point to um, redeem it in uh, different uh, different stores or for different product, products. And that was actually also the start of, of what we're doing now because we learned a lot. Um, we had around 100,000 users here in Switzerland. We worked with Subway, Superdry Burger King, a lot of huge brands. And that was the, let's say, the entry in the whole loyalty market and the whole... Um, say the whole bucket of know-how that, that we that we took with us because um it's not that we got first into the blockchain space and then we saw okay let, let's see what we're doing with the blockchain 
it was reverse. We, we were in the loyalty market and we saw actually we can solve the problem but much better by using blockchain technology and going from an app layer to an infrastructure layer and helping actually those loyalty programs out there to get onto the blockchain and not compete with them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my brother and I, it, it was more like, let's get into the adventure and, and it, it grow. Yeah, it, it was really a, a organic growth. Let's call it like that in every case, in every sense, from know-how to success to everything. Yeah, you guys are you guys are killing it right now. Uh, I, I was, I was, is your, I, yeah, I, was, I think I saw your brother uh, do a presentation. Uh, he, he had to do like a like a ten minute kind of or ten or seven minute kind of presentation. He went through everything <laughs> really quickly. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome. Uh, so I, I guess I guess my my final question um, I was going to ask um, where uh, where do you see the space going forward? Like here in the next year or so, like just as, as you're is you're just kind of being out there, being a blockchain developer. Where do you see everything going? So um, I I see it going pretty pretty fast. <laughs> everything is going super fast. So I, we'll see in the next few months a lot of. Um, a lot of, uh, I hope, a lot of more maturity in the market. I think from last year to this year was already a, a huge um, uh, growth in, in the maturity of the market, also from the project's perspective, uh, which you see in the market. And um, the technology itself, I think that we have a lot of protocols out there um, which, which, have, uh, which have huge potentials. Um, I think now it's also the, let's say, the time for for a layer above um, where you have all those infrastructure projects and, and also on an app layer where you really get to the end customers because I think we were a good time now in the whole pioneer and early adopter phase. I think right now we can really look at, okay, getting the, the, the first mainstream, the first um, uh, uh, users which really want to get into the whole market, they don't know how um, or they, they they are maybe part in our case for example of a loyalty program and they get into the market um even with without knowing that and um i think the, we need more and more of that because if, if ethereum is working for example on scalability we need something that really has the potential to scale and to use the ethereum blockchain how how um how it is uh, let's say born to use so um i see a lot going on this year and the next few years um, I say it. I say it all the time. I think we will have blockchain technology in more and more applications, or behind more and more applications, and uh, users won't really understand that they're using blockchain, or or that they are using maybe a, a crypto uh, a crypto function. But um, it will be spread out in, in the whole world and, and behind a lot of uh, existing technologies. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Uh, Gabriel, where can we find uh, Kiwi at? Where, where, what, uh, what's the main link to go to? So, um, if you go on uh, kiwi.com, um, q i i b e e dot com, there you find uh, all the informations about um, what we're what we're building, about our team, about our advisors. Um, you have the white paper there, our pitch deck. Um, you have the most important informations there, and of course, you have all the all the channels where you can reach out to us. Um, if you have any questions, uh, if you if you want to integrate your own loyalty program, if you wanna just ask us, uh, just ask us about what we're doing and and where we're going. Um, yeah, just let us know, and then we will be here for you. 
All right. Thank you so much, Gabriel, for coming on the show. I really, really, really appreciate it. And thank you for being so gracious with your time. Uh, you know, we try here on Thriller Podcast to, you know, promote every blockchain project out there. And we really, we really like what you guys are building out there. Thank you so much for getting in touch with us. And uh, any final words? Uh, I would like to thank you very much to, for taking the time. It was, uh, it was great speaking to you, Car. And um, yeah, like I said before, I, uh, I'm happy for every feedback, every input that uh, the community has, that uh, your, uh, your listener have. And um, it would be great if, if they reach out and tell us what they think and uh, what they like and what they don't like. Happy to hear it all. <laughs> all right, great. Thank you, Gabriel. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. This is the end of the show. You have been listening to the Remember, your podcast is not financial advice. Everything.